This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. Yes, sir. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I am spectacular. Spectacular. We are it just it just dawned on me yesterday that we're three weeks ahead of Christmas already, which it didn't really even feel like December until we had that little coating of snow this morning and then it's like, oh yeah, okay, it's it's but can I can I I don't know if this is necessarily a humble brag Ooh. or if it's more of a um boy am I getting old. Okay, I love so I'm gonna brag? I'm gonna allow you to to decide okay. what it's not. and this might even introduce a new segment that I've been thinking about because you know you and I we are set on making a lot of significant change with this show going into 2024 yeah. and, and beyond and it might be is Reavers crazy <laughs> yes okay well we know that and most yeah. most often it's going to be yes he but is. yeah were you genetically crazy or did you become crazy after dealing with Garage Logic okay so I've become obsessed with an app on my phone it's called Steps with steps. a Z ooh where it, it okay. counts the number of steps because with I, a Z I was reading an article not that long ago about my gal Jessica Simpson mm-hmm. how she lost a hundred pounds what. She lost. She got. If she had three children, I believe. Yeah, but she never looked like she. I mean, if she weighed a hundred pounds when she was famous, famous, did she weigh two hundred pounds? That seems unbelievable. Yeah, if, she never I looked think big. It was. If you want to see the, the article okay, is at I'll, the I'll Daily Mail. Okay, wait. Can I just look up naked? No, Jessica? don't do that. Oh wait. Okay. Because um, that's a Hubbard Hubbard <laughs> okay, computer. But it was, okay. it was a, a a Daily Mail piece about how Jessica Simpson lost over one hundred pounds by doing two things. Okay. She basically doesn't drink anything but water, mm-hmm. which I have tried really hard to do thanks to my friends Hoffman. at Hofferman Water in Connecticut. I, I quite literally bring my own water yes. from home every yeah. single day. Uh, I still have the occasional energy drink, but you know, yeah. and maybe a cup of coffee in the morning. But I've also said, because I, I was reading that you are supposed to wait two hours hmm. after you uh, arise from your slumber. Before you uh, uh, consume caffeine, because it helps reset your—is it cortisol? Is that how you pronounce oh, it? Yeah, your cortisol levels, and then you're supposed to be exposed to sunlight. Okay. So number one, drink a ton of water. You're sure. supposed to drink right off the bat. Uh, you're supposed to drink. I think it's a—is it a pint? Don't quote me. Mm-hmm. A pint of water for every pound that you weigh. That's what? kind of the yeah, okay, something, like, something like that. But it's it's a lot. Maybe an ounce of water for every. Pound. The other thing is you're supposed to get at least. 12,000 steps. And so that was Jessica okay. Simpson's philosophy. All right. But she upped it to, I believe, 15,000 yes. steps every okay. day and drinking nothing but water. So, mm-hmm. and that's how she claims it. She, and I, and the, the photos are evident because I did thorough research mm-hmm. up to make sure she wasn't lying. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so that's what I've decided to do. So, I've become obsessed with my new thing called Steps. Steps. With a Z. It's like you a little You have an green, iPhone. Yeah. I mean, your iPhone does all, you don't need an app. To track your steps. But, uh, but you I have like, the fitness app already built into your iPhone. I know, but I, I like my steps. I'm, I'm going to buy you a Apple Watch. No, no, no. For Christmas? I don't want that. Because then you can just look at your watch at any time and say, oh, I have exactly... I mean, my watch tells me exactly how many steps I'm at right now well, at see, any that's, point in time. But see, that's what I do with my steps. Like right yeah, now. But you, you hold know, on, like, hold on. Uh, like, see, I'm... Can you see my watch? It tells me where I am on my workout. Look at it. See? I'm at 9,133. How do you have... You walk your butt in here... You sit down at a radio a radio. Well, that's where uh, table. I'm going. Okay, how are you getting 9,000 steps? So, okay, so that's where I was going with this. Okay. So every morning, uh, I get up, mm-hmm. 
now my routine is, you know, get up. Uh, usually, uh, Jess, my wife, she gets the boys fed breakfast. I get, and then she has to head off to work. Mm. Um, and then what I do is it's my job to get the boys out the door and on the school bus because the bus comes at 7.40. So at 7.35, it's we got to get our stuff on, and we walk the one block down to where the bus stop is, and then the boys get on the bus. I come back, maybe throw the laundry in the dryer, and off I go. Okay. And I do my route, which is my walk slash run because... Oh, you mean your neighborhood you're walking? Yeah, so I I, I do... I, I try to... Do the walk to warm up for like 15 minutes, then run as ho- as long as I can before I eventually tire out, and then I have to walk the remainder. Really? And then run. So I try to do the, the, the balance. Okay. So if I do my route, which is I go down the hill, over here, down to the to Rodermacher's base, yep. and, then, and then I come back, and that's usually good for about 8,500. Oh, that's a lot of steps. And I can get that done in an hour. Okay. About an hour and 15, whatever. Okay. I'm getting somewhere, I promise. Mm-hmm. So I get that done, get showered, get my butt in here because I got to get yelled at by Joe by about 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. whatever. So I come in here, do my thing, have to walk down to get my lunch. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> so the other it's day- It's a long walk to get the cafeteria. The know? other day, I woke up and I'm like, man, I am really sore, like more than more than normal. Okay. Well, I had done the morning route. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I had some extra- Oh, I had to walk- back out to the parking lot here because I always park really far away to get my extra steps in. Okay. Had to come back. So I basically made three different trips to and from the building to my car that day because I had to go get something out of my vehicle that I had forgot. And then I had my son's basketball practice Uh, where I was posting up because I still got to show these kids how to play ball. And then I thought I forgot my morning walk, so I went on another one. I had 28,000 steps in one day. That's a lot of steps. But I basically burrowed through my socks. Really? <laughs> Just wore right through them? And I thought, I'm really sorry. I thought, oh, God. And so I looked at my steps app and mm-hmm. it went, 28,000, whatever. I go, oh, my God. Like, Did I do my thing L- twice? Let me ask you this, though, because I, I bet you really I know old. what it is. It wasn't just the 28,000 steps because you're an efficient walker. You're f- relatively fit guy. Sure. You used to do a lot of ellipticals. I remember that, yep, right? Yep. What I bet you you did, because I just did this yesterday, is you jumped at basketball practice a couple of times. You might have just jumped to block a shot. Oh. And what happens when you don't jump for a while? My girls, I was trying to touch this beam in my kitchen okay. yesterday, right? Yep. My girls play volleyball. They like to jump. They can't. It's like It's like... 10 feet. It's like almost the height of a basketball rim. And I could, when I was in shape as a kid, I could jump up and grab onto the rim. I could dunk like a, like maybe a softball, right? Nothing. I couldn't dunk a basketball, but I could, I could get up onto the rim and grab it. I look cool because I'm not that tall. And I was jumping. It felt reverse. First of all, it felt like I was in a wheelchair jumping. Like I could not get off the ground. No air. And I mean, my girls were like, oh, you're super close. I'm like, I'm not. Then all of a sudden, the the (laughs) hand, I couldn't figure out what hand I was supposed to jump up with, right? Like which one I'd lead. Finally, I figured out that it was my right hand. Then all of a sudden, my pinky and my ring finger on that hand started to tingle because I was was stretching something that I haven't done this morning. I was, and I, and I work out every day. Right, I'm yep. an everyday workout guy. My legs were sore this morning from three attempts to jump and touch this beam. Not to mention, like when I landed, my, I w- was seeing stars. You I'm like, oh my god, right. you what might is going be right. on? Yeah, you might be 100 percent right. Yeah, it so could anyway. it could just be that basketball. I went to the mall today, 
right? Because I had to get some gifts. It's my daughter's 14th birthday, oh, right? My youngest birthday. is 14. It's really great. And then I realized, like, I was at the mall and a lot of things were Christmassy and I was getting her stuff. And I said, I'm just going to push this off till Christmas. And I just wanted to acknowledge for Rookie, you know, one of the stars of the Garage Logic yep. podcast, yep. whose birthday's on December 25th, mm-hmm. that he gets screwed. He gets screwed because there's no way, because I'm a good dad, kind of. Right. And I'm a generous guy all the way. Right. right? I'm a generous guy for sure. Good dad. Kind of. Most of the time. Most of the time. But, you know, it's not the money that I went, but I was like, yeah, I'm just going to push this till Christmas. Well, if she had a birthday on Christmas, like rookie does, I'm like, I'm sorry, toots. You're getting Christmas gifts. I'm, I really wouldn't break it out much more for her birthday. Sure, sure. Yeah, it was, she would have really got shafted. That's a, does Rookie enjoy having a birthday on Christmas? Do you know? Well, you've you've listened to the show. You've listened to the show and been a part of Geo longer than I have. Yeah, someone asked me that on Facebook the other day. What do you mean? They asked me like how long I've been advertising. I'm like, I don't remember not advertising. Like, I don't remember, right. like, it was well, late it probably, 90s. Did it probably start with your dad? Yeah, oh, yeah. But, I mean, I came in full-time to my company um, in 1997, right, after okay. college. Okay, And I don't remember a time where we did, like, maybe early, early 2000s or late 1990s. Sure. We started advertising. And, you know, we weren't doing big advertising, but we started advertising on AM 1500, right? right? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean... I just don't remember. And this guy said, you know, I, I can't remember not hearing your ads. And I'm right. like, I don't, you're right, man. I, it was Have really you neat. always voiced them? Uh, yes, I always okay. did. No one else in my company wanted to do it. For a long time, Reavers, it was kind of cool because I would only take one take, no matter what. You are a pro's pro. Well, no, it wasn't that. I wanted to make them sound like a real person. I hated ads that were so perfect that it just, uh-huh. you know, where it's just like such a finished ad. So I had like ads where I would full on in the middle of the ad swallow and I would say, I'm so sorry I swallowed. And then I'd continue the ad, and we played those ads. And people would say, did you know you could have cut that out? And I'm like, yeah, that's not – I need people to know oh, that I'm a real person. Oh, Michael, in a <laughs> former life, that was basically all I did for my radio job. Mm-hmm. Not at this building, at a different uh, conglomerate. And uh, the stories I could tell you oh, really? about clients coming in and saying that, well, I, no, no, I, I, I can clean this up. No, I want to try it again. Okay, oh, we've been yeah. – We've been sitting here for 48 minutes, and uh, it's a 30-second ad, but let's keep going. Because I, I have nothing else to do except for making sure that this is right. Yeah, this is, this is going to be right for the right. one 30-second ad. I do have a series of ads that I did on a, a competing radio station, and I did them with a very famous <laughs> sports radio host who also is affiliated with the track and the Vikings. Oh. You might know who that uh, man is. I think I do. And sure. he is a super energetic guy, right? And we had to do these 10, like two minute segments about the hardware business. Sure. And I come in and like a said, Q&A kind of a thing? Yeah, or kind just of like, a, yeah, like how do you do this and what do you sure, have going on? Sure. And, and he came in and he goes, you know, where are all the scripts? And I have, um, so I think I'm going to just say this. I don't know how to say this. I think I'm like relatively bright. Like, I'm just being honest. I think sure. I'm okay bright. You I have, know your business inside or not. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, I just, I kind of do, but I'm not a great, smooth reader, right? I think my brain, I think I have a little ADHD, sure. so I jump in front and, like, I skip words because I'm, I'm trying to crank through my reading as fast as possible. Okay. I'm never a slow reader. So if I had to read a script, it, it could be a, not so natural sounding for me. You know how Joe just reads a perfect story? Mm-hmm. You can't tell whether he's just telling you a story or he's reading a story. Sure. That's a skill very few of us have, right? Yep. And so... When I, I when I turned to this, this man, Mr. Allen, and I said, I'm sorry, I, I don't have a script. He looked at me and he goes, well, how, how are we going to do these? And I said, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you introduce me? And I'll talk for a minute 45. And then you and then wrap you it back up. Sell. And, and yeah. yeah, and you and you close it up. And he looked at me like, 
my God, I thought this was going to take us four days to do. And we did it like all 10 of them in one take. It sure. was just one. And it wasn't like, and I just allowed the screw ups to be in there because that made it real. Yeah. You know, if it was too perfect, it was, sure. and he didn't get it. And he said, oh, I love this. And he was such a gentleman. He was really a really great guy. But I, I got so nervous thinking, I'm letting down one of the most professional guys. <laughs> I mean, and because I kind of, you're unprofessional. Yeah, I mean, I just kidding, didn't even I'm think kidding. that he'd want a script. And he's, I mean, in my eyes, he's an icon. Like he is you know, unbelievable. I gotta, but I gotta put you. Can you know that you know better? I gotta hit the foghorn. You know that that word is foghornable. Well, I, he's to me, he's I get what about as good as you can get when being a homer for a team. Speaking of iconic, yes, I have a confession to make. Ooh. So the guy that I work with. On a daily basis, who normally occupies that chair, mm-hmm. the mayor of Garage Logic, Joe Sushri, has been on not a crusade as much, but he's been on the removal and the replacement of the Minnesota state flag for a number of a weeks, lot of days. if not months. A lot of now. Days, yeah. In fact, I think he wrote about it at least once, if not twice. Mm. But I have a confession to make because earlier today it was released. Oh, the official, the final? The official state seal of the state of Minnesota. Okay. I like it. You do. I think it looks cool. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not joking. It looks cool in the version I'm seeing right now is on KSTP.com. I believe CARE 11 has it as well. But there's two of them that are circulating right now. One of them, and, and again, this isn't the flag. I think the flag is boring, and, but the state this seal. This is the state seal, yeah. The state seal, I actually think it looks pretty cool. A couple of things that I think is wrong with this. Okay. So if if I'm looking at the same one you're looking at, it's 1858. That's when we were uh, became a state, yep. right? Yep. And then I see this kind of um, Art Deco loon. Is yeah. that what you're going to yeah. That reminds me a lot of the Minnesota United's loon. Oh, I guess I didn't even realize that. And then that. La Trois de Nord, if I'm saying that right, yeah. isn't that a brand of liquor, the, the, the Nord guys? But I believe our friends, uh, Chris, is it Montana? Chris, Chris Montana. Chris Montana, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't he say that this was the state slogan or something like yeah, that? Yeah, okay, so maybe maybe we're, maybe he was and, stealing and it from and them. again, don't quote me, but I... I, I don't hate it. Because we had Chris on a bunch, and yes. I, I do remember him saying something about... That name, because I think you asked him about it. Yeah, so I, I see some grain on the left side. I see a, a beautiful loon in the middle. Yep. And then I see a couple of pine trees with the North Star. And the and the and the water. And the water. Below. Yep. I, I think I, it looks kind of cool. It, it doesn't offend me. No. It doesn't offend me, right? No, I, and to the point where I, I get why people not necessarily are offended, but why they don't, why they dislike the new state flag. That I completely get because... I didn't really have an issue with the the, the flag we had up until this point, but I, the state seal is kind of cool. I don't mind it. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I don't mind it either. I can't tell you exactly if I just had to close my eyes and think of our state seal. I couldn't tell you what was on it. Sure. I don't do a lot of state seal. In fact, probably anytime I get a piece of mail with our state seal on it, yeah. I think, oh, crap. Here comes another bill. <laughs> like, what's going on now? Right. What what insurance thing do I need to cover with the hazardous waste permitting or something? Who knows? Um, yeah, that's pretty cool, though. Uh, I don't dislike it. I like it in both color and uh, monochrome. I think that looks kind of That's the neat. word I was looking for yeah. because I couldn't rem- the, the color one I, I do like, but the, what is the it monochrome, yeah. monochrome yeah. one I think looks even better. Yeah, and they have it kind of in this brushed gold. It almost looks like it's, you know those commercials where you'll see, buy these rare coins. Yes. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. I, it looks like a cool, rare 
rare coin. I can't tell if I'd rather have this one or the Donald Trump rare coin. Remember when he came <laughs> out with those? So it's so funny you mentioned that. I I recall when that came up, it became a pretty lengthy topic on GL. He and I said, I said, you guys are laughing. He's going to make a ton of money selling these. Well, I think he said earlier during the day, I'm going to make an announcement that's one of the most important announcements I've ever made to the American public. And then he came out and said, you can buy my trading cards. <laughs> I think it wasn't even a coin. It was like well, a trading it was an card. NFT, wasn't it? Yeah, an NFT. Like yeah. you can get one of these. They're gonna be huge. Huge. Like, oh man! And it was really kind of a letdown when he thought, you know, if you're a multi-billionaire like he says he is, right? Mm-hmm. Whether he is or not, I don't know. I don't know him. I, I'm sure I'd have fun with him, and I'm sure he'd drive me nuts. But I don't know him. You'd but golf it, around with. with I I'd with golf the around. Don. Although yeah. actually, I might not because I think he's a golf cheater. Oh. When I see him, like move balls and drive his golf cart up onto the uh, green one time. That's Didn't like that, cool. right? Yeah. But but I'd hang out with, I'd take his jet somewhere with him if I could do that. I'd <laughs> hang out with his daughter, just saying, probably. All right. Even a couple of his ex-wives, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Probably would. <laughs> okay. But in, 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 to rethink about it, I'd, I think it was kind of low for him to come out with an, an, an NFT. I didn't think he needed to do it. I did. I do have some very liberal family members, yep. and I did buy a couple of cases of Trump wine, Okay. and I took them to their house for Christmas, and we, we just gave the Trump wine, and I served it to them. And remember that scene where a vampire touches um, <laughs> the, the holy water? Yeah. They looked at me like I had just murdered them. I'm like, oh, my God. First of all, you said you liked it. Two seconds ago, you said, what a delicious wow, red. this is really yeah, good. And I said, oh, it's it's from the Trump vineyards. And they looked at me like, you son of a gun. You just tried <laughs> to poison me. They all took it in good stride because they're not, you know, right. no one's crazy person. Right. And I don't, again, I'm going to restate this. I'm not a political person. I don't care. I don't care. Right. I, I just was needling these gals because they're really passionate about it. And I don't care. And I thought Trump wine was a cool thing. I got a couple of Magnum, so like these huge bottles. So I look real cool nice. walking around. Yeah. Nice. I mean, you got to, if you're going to go, you go big. So in the new format of the weekly scramble, I'm here to tell you about our friends at Harmony Spirits. You know what? It, if you are kind of struggling with gift buying season, oh. Get a gift that keeps on giving all year long, and that is a gift from Harmony Spirits, whether it's a gift card for the tasting room or give the gift of booze. I gave the gift of booze to my uncle for his retirement gift, and I got a glowing report of the bourbon barrel-aged whiskey from Harmony Spirits. He said, my God, and this is a whiskey fan through and through, and he said, where did you get this stuff? And I said, hey. Those are my friends at Harmony Spirits. So continue to keep going into your local liquor store and keep continuing to ask for the Harmony brand by name. They are so thankful for all of you that have done so. Um, And also, don't forget to check out their website for upcoming events during the holiday season and throughout winter and into the spring because they always have stuff going on down at the tasting room in Harmony, Minnesota. You can also check them out on social media. Uh, most specifically, their Twitter account, Michael. So Larry's been texting me, right? He, oh. We're Facebook friends now because cool. I'm going for these 5,000 buddies, right? Yeah. I'm going to just keep doing that till I get 5,000 buddies. And Larry's from Harmony Spirits. And I said, hey, Larry, why don't you tell us a couple of places where you can buy it here locally? Oh, yeah. And he says, well, we have a distributor. I don't always know where it is. But he did send me a, a message today. And he said one of the news stores is Bower Southside Liquors in Faribault. Do you oh, know those yeah, guys? Oh, yeah, for sure. So 100%. it's there. So when you go in there, now, don't only just ask for it, but buy it. And then there's uh, Eden Prairie on 78th. Those are just a couple. But I said, hey, Larry, shoot me a couple each week so awesome. I can, you know, tell me that Dave at, at 
um, Eden Prairie Liquors has it, then people can go in and ask for Dave and get Harmony Spirits because when I keep going looking for it, I'm not always hitting places that have it. I'm right? so glad he mentioned the Bauer family because they are, obviously Faribault being my hometown, and I'm so glad that they picked up the Harmony brand and Harmony Spirits in general because the Bauer family are so supportive of local events. I can't tell you how many different softball teams I played on oh, that were really? sponsored by Bauer's Southside Liquor. I mean, oh, that's they, cool. They, even though they're in no close proximity to any of one of my family members, mm-hmm. that's the place I go if I go to a liquor store when I'm in Fairville because of how supportive they've, they've been for all sorts of things of me go, go, growing up in, uh, in, that's in really that cool. town. That's, so they're a very, very yeah. cool family. Um, so if you're yeah, if you're there, please go to go to the Bauer Southside Liquor Store and get the Harmony brand. That's really cool that he mentioned them. That's awesome. We are now in December. Christmas is just around the corner. Take care of your holiday shopping with a gift that your family will love, not just this year, but for years to come. You can do it in a matter of a couple clicks with a gift certificate from MySoundStory.com. SoundStory, a professionally hour-long produced conversation in which you or one of your loved ones is interviewed by your choice of one of our professional interviewees, including me, the Rook. It's a conversation with their experience from childhood, school, career, the first date, whatever the case may be, you will get it with SoundStory. You or your loved one's voices and their stories are saved for your family forever. That's a great deal. So forget the bad sweater. You and your siblings go in on a gift certificate for your parents and get them a sound story at mysoundstory.com. And for a limited time, enter the promo code FLASHLIGHT. You get 10% off that sound story gift certificate. Being able to check this out in a podcast interview with your grandparents is one of the best things you'll ever do. It's a gift you'll never regret giving, but it's a gift that everyone in your family will love. Mysoundstory.com, promo code FLASHLIGHT. 10% off a gift certificate for SoundStory. That's the plan. Flashlight. Remember Flashlight at MySoundStory.com. SoundStory for you, for them, forever. Okay, Michael, I'm going to give you a little glimpse behind the old broadcasting curtain. Nice. And I want to phrase this in the proper way because with a job like this that we have, and you've been subjected to it from, from time to time mm-hmm. because you and I have been doing this show for over a decade, right? Haven't yeah. We? yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you get a lot of feedback, whether it's via social media, email, and what have you. And I got a great email from a guy named Jim. And I already responded to him, and everything's cool. It's no big deal. But it always amazes me. And not to the point where, like, when I was younger, I would get angry. You would get frustrated. Okay. And, and frustrated, just like anybody else would. Think of, yeah. think of you know, your normal 9 to 5, Monday through Friday job. If you got criticism, of course, you're going to react a certain yep, way. But yep. when you're in this line of work, you just got to brush it off because that's just part of the game. And, and we are and we get almost none compared to women newscasters. And oh, so, 100%. Yeah, we're, we're lucky yes, that we yes. get a couple uh, more on. In fact, uh, a, 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 a friend of mine who used to work in this market, does not anymore, used to show me some of the stuff that was sent to her. And I'm oh. thinking, dear God. Why would you ever do this? Why would yeah, you do yeah, this as a yeah, lie? I, I, yeah. I couldn't believe that somebody would take the time. To be so cruel. To, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. do you have nothing better with your time? But yeah. I got an email, uh, and it was a reaction to something I said on Monday Night Sports Talk yesterday, which, for those of you that might listen to our show that don't, it's with both Joe Sushery and Patrick Royce, which I love. I, I, it's just... Winging it for 45 minutes mm. with the guys that have been doing this such a long time. So I, I truly feel honored that I get to do the show with them every day or every week, I should say. So I mistakenly, because I also want to point out that when those two do a broadcast, they never say anything incorrect on that show <laughs> ever about ever. anything. Never. 
And so I had mistakenly said, because Joe had brought up Christian McCaffrey, the star running back for the San Francisco 49ers. And I had said, yeah, he's come a long way since he sat out the uh, Rose Bowl, which he said, I remembered he sat out a bowl game his senior year. And I remembered Stanford being very good. And I remembered watching Stanford play in the Rose Bowl. I think they played the Hawkeyes in Iowa. So, of course, my wife is interested because the Mm -hmm. Hawkeyes are playing. And I mistakenly said the Rose Bowl, but he played in the Rose Bowl against Iowa the year before, but he actually sat out the Sun Bowl. Oh, but well, the guy, shame on you, but the guy, And I'm not going to mention his name, but the guy he took... He said it was Jim. <laughs> damn it. Okay, but the guy had taken a couple extra liberties, and that's um, kind of what elicited a reaction from me. I mm. said, so sorry that I gave out the wrong information, mm. and I sent out a news story about the correct... Um, about the correct uh, Bulgin that he said, I, I hope you were able to make it through your day. <laughs> Meaning, dude, relax, okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Relax. Yeah. I said the Rose Bowl instead of the Sun Bowl. And I, what, I what, let me give pull back the curtain even more that you wouldn't even know that you need to pull back. You don't have a written script of what you guys are going to talk about. <laughs> it is just on the fly. So for you to even know that McCaffrey sat out one bowl game and uh, you know who uh, was drafted in the '83. Uh, you know for right. the Twins. You know what? I mean, for you to know that stuff, and for Roycey to know that stuff. I mean, when Roycey was, do you notice one thing when you guys were talking? You were talking about meat raffles, yeah. and then his small town there was three bars, and he knew like the Downer, and the you know he knew the names of these three bars. He hasn't had a drink in twenty some years. Thirty. Thirty years. He hasn't been to probably one of those bars in Actually, a maybe long forty, but long, yeah. long, long, long time, yeah. right? And then I used to live in St. Paul around certain bars that I had been to every day of my life for 20 years. And I had to think of the three closest bars to my house. <laughs> I owned one of the signs when the bar closed. I bought the sign and I hung it in my house. I remember that. And I could not remember the name of that bar. <laughs> I remember Sweeney's and I was remembering the Muddy Pig, but I couldn't remember the Happy Gnome. And I literally owned the sign for the I, Happy Gnome. I th- or Chang O'Hara is not Happy didn't Gnome. I, didn't I... Wasn't I doing the show with you when you acquired the sign? I, th- I think so. What happened is that, that Chang O'Hara's is a bar that I went to literally every day. And I hate using that word literally, but literally I would go eat dinner there or have a couple drinks every single night. And when they closed, I said, hey, I, I want to buy this sign. It was this beautiful kind of um, Asian tiger, right? Gold tiger, like uh, printed. It was a flat sign. Yeah. And I hung it in what I had a billiard room in my Victorian house, right? And then as soon as my wife moved in with me, she said, get that. That's got to go. Out of here. <laughs> We're going to have a dining room table instead of a pool table in the dining room. And then life's been downhill ever since. Sure. I mean, wait, can we cut that part? Because sure. she is going to kill me yeah, if I that, say that, that Yeah, part. she is. She, I still need to get her in here so she can say something to the extent, hey, I'm Mike's wife and everything he's going to say about me is a lie. Just a preface every time I talk about her because she hates when I bring her but up. But because I already know that. Yes. In fact, the last time I saw Nicole, I said, you do realize I know whenever he talks about you, I know he's full of S. But all the rest <laughs> of the people, the hundreds of thousands of people that listen to this show. Yeah. Don't know that. Right. And all I want is 5,000 Facebook friends. So the 100,000 people that are listening to this over the next week, Mm -hmm. by the way, great guys. I've had some of the nicest guys. And in fact, Pat O'Neill just Facebook friend requested me right now. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. You made it to the show. Well, you're mentioning Monday Night Sports. The other thing to keep in mind, too, and and not that I'm looking for any type of, of, of pat on the back, but yes, you do have to be prepared because you have to fill in the gaps with the two senile guys. But it could guys. be on any topic whatsoever. To the point where, and this is what I love about Roycey, mm-hmm. and why it would drive me nuts when he and I had to do this on a daily basis on the afternoon show, The Ride with Roycey, mm-hmm. where he would argue with me 
about something I knew I was right about, sure. but, but I just have to sit back and kind of take it. Case in point, also on yesterday's broadcast where it was announced that the Gophers were selected to participate in the 41st ranked out of 41 bowl games, the Quick Lane Bowl <laughs> okay, in Detroit yeah. against Bowling Green. Oh, well, look, at we'll beat them. Well, you'd think, but it's called a revenge game because, as Pat pointed out, they lost as a 30.5-point mm-hmm. favorite. Yep. Uh, and I said, well, yeah, it was two years ago. No, 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 it was longer than that. I said, no. no it's two years it ago. It was two years ago, and I know this because it was homecoming. No, it wasn't. I go, yes, it was. Because I was in attendance yeah, with yeah. my dad and my sons. Yeah. So I, I was there. I remember there. that. Yeah. So, of course, then what do I have to do? I have to pull it up because mm-hmm. it has to come from a, a publication. It can't come from my mouth sure. until those two will actually believe that's when it happened. But you have to admit, what Royce is in his 70s, someplace in his 70s. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. He's an adult man yes. all the way. I'm going to call him a senior. He's a senior. Yes. His mind is as sharp as a knife. Yes. I mean, it is It is crazy how smooth he is on stuff. To the point where, I don't think the boys would mind me sharing this, it was a couple episodes ago where something was having Joe with his dauber down. He was a little, um, uh, I don't know exactly what the word was, but um, he was he was a little befuddled. He lacked energy. And yeah. he just, I, I just can't take much more of this. And then Roycey, as he's walking out the door, slapped Joe on the side and said, don't worry, Such. We'll both be dead soon. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what a smooth but again, character. That's what makes him awesome. Because- he did write something. He posted, because uh, he's great on Twitter, right? Oh, my God. And he, he put he's something on Twitter. I, I um, write to live, not live to write. Yes. Right? And I think that's really, he's, both of those guys having to create columns, and, you know, for the newspapers, for the respective newspapers. Yep. When you have to do that, when you have a deadline and you have a job, it keeps you sharp, and it has kept those guys sharp well beyond a lot of their co- counterparts. Joe right? has a line that he stole from, I think it was Clint Eastwood, don't let the old man in. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I think mm-hmm. that that's a, that's a, so, okay, we haven't really discussed any of the topics outside of the one yeah, email. Yeah, we talked a lot of GM. No, but I did want to bring this up because I thought, and I'm, I'm, I hope I'm correct, but I thought you have a story related to this establishment. I was stunned when I saw this. But uh, I follow this um, Twitter account called The Best of Minnesota. Oh. So they'll they'll put out really cool photos, both current, history, all sorts of stuff. It's really neat. I really like this account. And they had put this out earlier today saying that it's time to celebrate the 95th anniversary of the 5-8 club. Really? And I thought, that's that seems like a long time ago. That's a long time for the 5-8. But anyway... You can go to the 5-8 Club today, according to the Best of Minnesota Twitter account, with a $1.95 special on hamburgers and onion straw sides. Now, this is not really an ad, but don't you have a 5-8 story? Or am I confusing you with somebody I think else? You might be commu- I mean, I've been there a bunch, but it's been, I don't think I have any stories that isn't I pull this, Is this the one that's near the airport, right? Cedar and and uh, yeah no okay I thought I thought it was you and now of course I feel like an idiot because I thought it was you and of course now it's not but it's it's in Minneapolis it's a it's by the airport right I close to the what, airport it's on Cedar yes yeah, Cedar yeah, okay and yeah, 58. yeah oh I don't consider that by the airport because I'm coming from St Paul okay well whatever <laughs> okay well, but it's it, it doesn't work that way it's the age old question to which I say who gives a damn who invented the juicy Lucy. 
You know, well, was it the and five there, eight? There's was more than Matt's? one five eight club, by the way. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, there's Champlain, Maplewood, West St. Paul, and Minneapolis. Oh, for crying out loud, that I'm I'm really sorry that I even brought this yeah, up. Yeah, but okay. still, to be 95 years old, that seems kind of seems like a long time, doesn't it? Well, it, it, is it the same spot? Is it the same? Now I'm real because okay, now you're now you're really. It says in 1928, the height of prohibition, the five eight, eight club originated uh, in Minneapolis as a speakeasy serving beer and liquor. Illegally, along with light food menu to th- to their thirsty patrons. Uh, uh, the Five Eight Club was on Fifty Street. It was Fifty Eighth Street, located out in the country and just adjacent to the New World Champlain Airport. Hmm. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, let me re- st- reread that all together. It was adjacent to the New World Chamberlain Airport, which I don't know where that is. But then they have one by Nokomis and Maplewood and Champlain and West St. Paul. So good for them. And they they kind of were the inventor of the Juicy Lucy. Is that okay. what I say? Yeah. And so my buddies own some uh, restaurants that serve Juicy Lucy's, right? And there's a big argument on who really did it. But there's a couple of nuanced things with the Juicy Lucy that I don't know if you know. And I'm not going to speak towards the 5-8 because I don't know how they do it. But my buddies' restaurants, they don't put... Um, Cheese, I might get this backwards. They, they don't put like a Velveeta in the middle that gets blazing hot. They used a pasteurized form of cheese that doesn't take the heat. So when you bite into the burger and you get that shoot out of cheese, yeah. it doesn't burn you. And they're, and I don't know about 5-8 Club. It's very possible that they do it totally the way that sure. my other buddies. But this was a selling point that you wouldn't get burned by the cheese in their Juicy oh. Lucy. And I said, oh, that's kind of interesting. But do you, because I don't, it, it, it's along the same line of thinking that I have with, I don't care who had something first on social media. Like none of that, I don't give a damn about any of that. I want the person that has the most accurate detail of a specified report. Same thing here. Mm-hmm. I don't care who invented the Juicy Lucy. Yeah. I want to know who makes the best one. Right, I think so. I think I so, don't yeah. care who came up with. I none of that. None of that to me matters. Now again, I do know that there are a lot of people who do care about sure. who had it first and who came up with whatever. I'm not one of those people. Um, you know? I, what I kind of go back to is Juicy Lucy. You know, because in 1928. Some guy said, that gal over there is quite the Juicy Lucy. And then he said, we should name a hamburger after that. Shove some cheese in it. Right. Did you like my 1928 uh, guy's voice? That wasn't bad. That wasn't too bad, it was right? almost. It was almost akin to uh, the, the the gangster. See? Yeah, see? I, t- I tell you. Okay. Sport. Um, but I like that. That gal over there is quite the Juicy Lucy. That's what we should call uh, people that listen to the Weekly Scrambler. If they're a gal, we should call them Juicy Lucys. Okay. I don't know. Seems kind of fun. Um, I think it had to be an insult at some point in time. Probably. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you you know what? I'm going to uh, issue an apology to Jim. To Jim. He, he was probably right. Yeah. About yeah. ripping me for something stupid that you, I said. You did know Christian McCaffrey sat out the, the whatever bowl, not the not the Rose Bowl, but uh, the Sun Bowl. The Sun Bowl. He did yep. sit out the Sun Bowl. That I'm, you stood corrected. I appreciate that. What are we going to do? Out of curiosity, the Golden Gophers are going to the 41st ranked bowl game, the oh, Quick Change Bowl. So. so Quick, quick aside. Yeah. These two idiots that I work on Mondays with, they really think that I'm gonna. I don't know. Did you hear the episode yesterday? Yeah, I, I did. They really think I'm going to drive to Detroit the day after Christmas for a two o'clock game. You know why they think that reverse? Because that's something I would do. Because you've done it already. <laughs> who had you out there? Was it Grim or what? Who was it? Yeah, the Grimmer. Yeah. yeah, Mike Grimm called you up and said, "I need a spotter." But that's because I was coming back. 
from a different road if trip. If Grim would have called you and said, can you make it out here overnight to be the spotter for this gopher game, you would go Christmas Eve I, or Christmas night. Christmas night into the... Okay, let me, let me backtrack Grimmer, a bit. just call him. He'll show up. Pro- probably. Yeah. But I was doing the time thing. Sure. Well, it's about 10 and a half hours from here to Detroit. Okay. Because the... Ford Field is basically downtown. It's mm. right. It's right on the the shores of Lake Michigan. Okay. Okay. Um, I've been there many times, but to get there for a two o'clock game, yeah. means you got to leave Christmas night. Yeah, like at six, and then you're gonna you have know. to stay overnight. You know, you're not gonna stay probably in Chicago, but you got to find somewhere you're to leave in the afternoon, sort of right. Well, I mean, and I'm yeah, not doing yeah. that. It, no. Okay. Let me. How many? Gopher I mean, even fans. I have my standards. I, I'm a big Gopher fan, sure. right? I don't go to a lot of bowl games. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'd like to if we went to a bowl different than the Quick Change Bowl. Um, how many fans do you think they'll get from Minnesota? Well, I can tell you, having having been to a Quick Lane Bowl before, yeah, they played. It was one of the Michigans, Central Michigan, Eastern. It was one of the Michigans. I don't remember. Maybe it was Central Michigan, and it was right after. Jerry Kill had stepped down. Okay. So Tracy Clays was the interim coach. And they weren't having great weather. There's no way that there were more than 5,000 people Total. There. Total. Are you kidding There's me? There's no way that there was f- more than 5,000 people there. Wow. I mean, I remember, because well, I, I said this yesterday, but I'll repeat it. I remember saying to Mike, well, wh- where should I park? Is there, He goes, "It's you're going to be fine. You're it's, kidding. It, 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 it because, wasn't even a problem to park because there was that There few might people. have been a Ford Field insignia up against my bumper. You were that close. That's how close I was to yeah, park. Oh, so, so we're not expecting much more than five or maybe I would be 7,000. stunned. I wonder if, what they announced for that game. They probably announced like 30, I'm well, sure. Well, they might have sold 30,000 tickets, right? To the schools. To the schools. And, and then, keep in mind, I don't know how far away Central Michigan would be from Detroit, yeah, but I can't, can't imagine it's that, that far. far. Yeah, they're, they're within one day driving distance for but sure. But I do remember there's no way that there were five, more than 5,000 oh, people no, there. Oh no, what a shame, what um, a joke. So, so with this being, and that Gopher team obviously was was better, but I can't imagine that there's, I mean, for God's sake, the quarterback just transferred. So, okay, walk me through that a little bit, Reaver. So, Callie McManus, what's his name? How do you pronounce it? Uh, Ethan. Ethan, that's his first name. Callie McManus. Callie McManus, right? Yep. So, so he ens- enters the transfer portal. So the moment he says, I'm willing to go to a different school, yep. he is no longer affiliated with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Correct. So you can't put yourself out in the ether of the transfer portal and still remain at your school if you don't get picked up. I, I don't know that you can't. You could come back, hypothetically. Yeah, I don't know that you can't, so he can't but I do know that it's, it's you're turning your back yeah. on, so what coach is going to play you? Yeah, but at the same time, you might have very little choice. No, because then you worry about how does that gonna the ramifications about all the other players saying, "Well, this guy already said he's out of here. Why yeah. are you playing him?" You know, oh, over somebody that, that's committed to your program. What a shame! What a shame that, well, that, that, that that's a that's a destructive system for but all of football. That whole specific situation with him, because in my opinion, it's always a super good idea for the dad mm. of the athlete to issue a statement on social media talking about. The decision that we've made. Oh yeah, that's always yeah. a super yeah, that, good. You look. know, it's a it's a good family thinking it out. And I, you know, I said this a while ago, and everyone laughed at me. And I said, you know, I got a problem with them saying we're not going to bring anybody in to compete with you because that's how much we want you to come to our program. Mm-hmm. If you 
are trying to be a top-notch Division One quarterback. You're saying bring, bring out all on. the competition yeah. you want. Yeah, but try to beat, have him beat me. Well, I don't yeah. want you to bring. Well, that tells me you're soft. Yeah, that tells me you're not willing to he fight. Wasn't a bad player and not willing to work hard. Uh, I disagree completely. I think he I was mean, a complete flop. Hey. Anyway. He's going to the Golden Gophers, right? Who you have to deal with PJ Fleck every day. Who, when they win by one to some no-name team, running into he the, runs into yeah. the thing. What? That's a tad narcissistic. So if I go to the Quick Lane Bowl, then I wonder, am I gonna? Since there's gonna be so few Gopher fans there, will I be allowed to go into the locker room to catch PJ? Oh, that then I would go. Well, then I would because all the rest of the guys would go into the transfer portal probably right. if they win because yeah. their stock went up because they beat Bowling Green wow. for the first time. I wonder how many times he's played Bowling Green. Don't know. Is it just the one? Might be because I. What was Royce's conversation about that? Where the coach from Bowling Green said. Said something like, "I still think they'll have a good year." I still think they'll have a good year. How sad is that? That's you're just, you're, fa- you're you're set to lose by thirty, and you beat the Gophers, and he says that. Oh, oh, so speaking of, really quickly, yeah. I know we're running out of time. Uh, college football. Tell me, you heard about the story about the Iowa bar in Cedar Rapids? Tell me again, but I heard it. Free beer until. The Hawkeyes scored. Oh, uh, that was uh, that was a pretty brazen bet, right? Well, but the beauty of it is that bar owner's no dummy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find the text. But was from that my was that uh, scored a touchdown in Cedar? No, scored just any score whatsoever. Because Iowa's got a bad offense, so yeah. people are thinking, "Well, I'll go in there until they kick a field goal or sure. get a safety or yeah. whatever," and they get shut out. Uh, and I, because I asked my, I texted my brother in law and I said, "Well, what was the name? I need the name of this." So it was X Golf in Cedar Rapids. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you're thinking, you know, I've been in the industry uh, off and on, you know, most of my adult life. I'm thinking from that standpoint, that night alone must have cost him a fortune. A lot of beer. But all of the publicity he's got uh, as a side, obviously that's not good for him for that one day, but he's now going to be the... Remember that bar? That yeah, but you and I are talking about it, and we're never going to go down to Iowa. To, you know, he's getting True. a lot of publicity all across the United States. True, but he needs the publicity with uh, within a three mile radius of his bar. That's a good. Yeah, point. that was a pretty good thing though. So he said, until Iowa scores, it's free beer on me. Yep. And then Iowa just gets shut out. Twenty six to nothing. Unbelievable that it's another under win, right? Didn't they have like their unders were oh, like twenty seven and twenty nine? They kept going down, and it kept being, and they kept beating yeah. or you know winning on the under. How weird is that? It's unprecedented. I'm so glad we beat them. I know. All right. Reavers, you are the best. Thank you, Michael. Please do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would really appreciate it. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.